0: I believe that this is exactly where he wants us this morning. And Brother Dax, in Sunday school, uh, jumped out of our, our, uh, we've been teaching the Bible verse by verse, starting in Genesis 1. We're just now to Genesis 30. We've been doing it forever. And uh, he jumped out of that rhythm and minded the Lord this morning and took us over. 1st Peter, 2nd Peter which one was it? I don't remember 1st Peter and uh, and he said a lot of what I'm going to say this morning uh, I mean a whole lot but I'm still going to say it because it's on my heart 2nd Corinthians chapter number 4 if you're there say Amen the Bible said therefore seeing we have this ministry as we have received mercy we faint not Lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. For we preach not ourselves, but Christ Jesus the Lord, and ourselves your servants, for Jesus' sake. That's all I'm going to read right now. Hopefully I can preach through this. I want to go to verse number 1 quickly again and uh, draw our thought from there. Verse number 1, the Bible said, Therefore, seeing we have this ministry... Uh, We're headed into... Brother Eric, give me some volume, brother. We're headed into Vacation Bible School this week. And um, I hadn't really thought about doing this, but this is the way God's led me. And so I want to preach on this thought, making much of ministry. Making much of ministry. And really, this is going to be nothing more than a Bible school charge. Uh, That's what this is going to be. I'm going to charge everybody here going into Bible school, what it is to make much of ministry. And by the way, that's what we're doing. We do Bible school not for something to do because we ain't got no other plans. The goal of Vacation Bible School for five nights is to minister unto those who probably nobody else is ministering to. And so if the Lord will help us, I want to give you a charge and preach on that thought making much of ministry let's pray one more time father we love you help us now for a little while bring back to my heart and my mind the things which you showed me and you spoke to me and lord i'll thank you for it in jesus name amen and amen it is here in second corinthians of course we understand that paul is writing and the context is to this church at corinth now and you've got to understand something. Paul has dealt with all kinds of trouble in this church. If you go back to 1 Corinthians and start reading all the way up to where we are now, I'm talking about Paul's fault held by the half acre in this church. But it blows my mind that we get to chapter number 4 in 2 Corinthians. And Paul says this, Therefore seeing we. Does everybody see that? Man. Therefore seeing we. Who's he, who's he talking about? He's talking about him and that church. Therefore, seeing we have this ministry. Can I say it is here the Apostle Paul uh, has begun to address the church about their ministry and the job of the church as minister's. Uh, are you listening? Uh, everybody uses the term minister just as the preacher But I'm going to tell you something If you're saved, you're a minister of the gospel It is our job to minister Unto this lost and dying world Can I say Paul has written in our text Under the inspiration of the Holy Ghost He has recorded many truths And many facts and many things Concerning the ministry Can I say the things that we're going to Go over today and the charge That I'm going to give you going into Bible school will either Break or make the Ministry Uh, this is not just For this week this is for years to come This is for everything that you Do as a child of God You can heed to the things That Paul lists in our text And you can make the ministry You can make much of The ministry or you can Go contrary uh, To what Paul has put in in our text and you can break one help me right here how many of y'all know it it takes a whole lot longer to make a ministry than it does break a ministry. I mean, I hey listen, I've seen men work for 40 years and make much of the ministry, and it take one hour, one hour on a Saturday night, and that whole thing blow to hell in back, and then there he is, with 40 years of time that he feels as though it's been wasted. But I want to say this, thank God, that it's not wasted time. Are you listening? It's not wasted time. And I'll get to it, I'm getting I'm getting ahead of myself, but it's not wasted. Because for every move you make in ministering and being a minister in the ministry, thank God the Lord has taken recognition of everything you've done. It's not in vain. It's not a waste. Alright? So if you'll follow me and follow these scriptures and you'll submit your life to the Word of God that we're going to read about this morning, you'll find that you'll make much of the ministry. Uh, can I say ministry is not just the job of the pastor, but it's the call and the commission of the church. Therefore, seeing we, Paul said, we are to make much of the ministry. Uh, can I say, I've already said it, but Bible school this week, you know what it is it's ministry that's all it is Uh, it's a ministry we do this to minister uh, to our community but listen listen we often overlook this we've got we're ministering to our own children this week are you, are you with me? We, we make it about all those children. And listen, ain't nothing wrong with it. I understand we're going to be bringing in some kids. Boy, they need to hear about God and they need to see the love of God, and God. I understand all that. But listen, let's not overlook. Hey, the first one on the list, my friend, in the ministry of your life is your children. And whether you like it or not, you are ministering to them daily, whether good or bad. Hey, listen, they're not impressed that you sit on a church pew and holler amen. Uh, They're looking at how you act once you get out from under the scope of the church. Uh, My friend, there's a many a children that's turned and walked away from God uh, not because mom and daddy uh, showed their tail or done anything where everybody could see uh, uh, but for who they were behind closed doors uh, and they really seen they weren't as Christ-like as everybody at the church thought. Now listen, I'm not saying that uh, that's that's going to determine whether your kids go bad. I also know men that's been just as good a Christian as you could ask for, and all their children are crazy right now. I'm not saying that's how it always works, but there's a good portion of children who were neglected because the ministry was made about everybody else, and they suffered the loss. And so we're ministering to our own children this week. What is ministry? We're showing them what it is to be like Christ. Amen. And I say the definition, if you look it up, Webster's 1828, of the word ministry, it means the office duties or functions of a subordinate group. It is the function of the body or of a pastor to share the gospel, serve others, and reach out. Are you, are you listening? I, I said to serve others and to reach out. That is ministry. If God will help me, we're going to look at our text and I'm going to highlight. Boy, God, the Holy Ghost, in His Word, has highlighted what it is to make much of the ministry. Number one, I want to say in order to make much of the ministry, you must understand the approach of ministry. You cannot make much of ministry it until you understand how to approach the ministry. Let's look at the approach of the ministry verse number 1 therefore seeing we have this ministry look as we have received mercy we faint not may i say we ought to make much of the ministry uh, can i say it's an honor and a to be on this side of the spectrum. Can I say ain't nobody here that deserves to be the one serving the Lord this week. Uh, May I say if you got uh, and I got what we deserve, friend, uh, uh, we'd be the mamas and daddies that are out there uh, uh, that see a good opportunity to get rid of their children. If we got what we deserved, uh, uh, we'd be the one down there in them little apartments uh, that run down down the road that are roach infested and nasty and miserable uh, but thank God the grace of God uh, and the mercy of God came by our way uh, uh, ministry is what you make it you've got to approach ministry the right way if you're ever going to be effective verse number one therefore seeing we have this ministry as we have received mercy you know the cause of ministry is mercy what is the motivator? A minute, anybody gonna help me today? What is the motivator? A minute. Listen to me. Don't drag in here all week because you're tired from work. I understand you're tired from work, and I thank you for working and tithing and still coming. But you better hear me. If we're gonna make much of the ministry, we gotta look this thing through the eyes of God. And Paul said, "Therefore, let's see we had this." He said, as we have received mercy, we thank God. What's our... What's our motivator? What's going to keep us going that we think not? I'm going to tell you what it is. It's the good mercy of an almighty God. Because if you got what we deserve, friend, my friend, we couldn't minister to nobody. What's our motivation this week? Despite us being tired, despite the heat, despite the frustration, despite the contradictions and conflict, you ought to look to heaven and say, Lord, if I... I have not known your mercy I couldn't be here I wouldn't be here this week I couldn't tell nobody about Jesus if he's your reason you'll not faint this morning you'll not faint if he's the reason what approach do you take to ministry let me ask you that why do you do what you do why do you do what you do Amen. Help me, somebody. Don't doubt me. Why do you do what you do? You don't know the reason most people get burnt out in the ministry? They never had the right motive. You don't get burnt out in the ministry if he's your motive. right. Because you can't do enough for him. Amen. If your motives are right, your approach to ministry is right, my friend, you'll 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 take on the thought process and this is how you think that you get to minister you get to be a blessing You uh, and being a blessing is a blessing help me somebody uh, being a blessing is a blessing glory to God I'm looking at people my friend uh, 6, 7, eight, ten years ago you couldn't be a blessing to nobody uh, but thank God ain't you glad you're in a place uh, God put you in a position uh, to be a blessing to his people he ought to be your motivation this morning had it not been for the mercy and the grace of God not only do we see the approach to ministry but secondly in order to make much of ministry you must understand the aim of ministry what are we trying to accomplish what is the aim of ministry look in verse 2 Paul said we've received mercy we faint not we've renounced the hidden things of dishonesty Not walking in craftiness, nor handling the word of God deceitfully, but by the manifestation of the what? The truth. Commending ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of God. But if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are what? in whom the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them which believe not lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ who is the image of God uh, my friends should shine unto them for we preach not we did you notice what he said? for we preach not ourselves uh, uh, but Christ Jesus the Lord uh, and ourselves your servants help me somebody your servants for Jesus sake for God who commanded the light uh, uh, to shine out of darkness has shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus in order to make much of ministry you must understand the the approach of ministry the approach is I don't deserve to have the opportunity but then the aim is this there's a lost and dying world out there the aim is to number one glorify God the Bible said in verse number two Uh, Of a truth of the truth uh, uh, Come a manifestation of the truth uh, 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 Commending ourselves to every man's conscience In the sight of God In other words we became available to all men And for all men's use uh, But it's not on their behalf uh, But we're doing what we do for God uh, That he might receive the honor and the glory that's due to his lovely name uh, Up at Thin right. Right under that verse 3 What's the cause and what's the aim Of ministry but if our Gospel be hid It is hid to them that are lost uh, in whom the God of this world uh, hath blinded the minds of them. Hey, neighbor, uh, we're living in a dark world. Uh, them little children's going to crawl in here uh, and devil's hanging all over them because daddy's molesting them and papa's molesting them and mama's abusing them and they're going to come in here overwhelmed by darkness. but uh, Lord of God, we've got a name. And it's to show them the light of the world. I can step into any realm of darkness and bring light and love to a lost generation. That's our aim. You want to gripe and complain over VBS? What's your aim, friend? Amen, 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 amen. What's the aim in your heart this evening? Well, I'll tell you what the aim ought to be. If our gospel be hid, it's hid to them that are lost. Oh, my. Boy, the aim of the ministry. You want to know why I keep doing what I do? Because every time I look at him, I fall in love again. But every time I look around me, my heart breaks. And I know the only hope for this world and the only hope for people I love hope for my sister, the only hope for our neighbors, the only hope, are you listening? For our community is for a little small a group of people to sign up. To shine a bright light You talking about dark days friend I believe it's safe to say We're in them don't y'all But look at at verse number 4 The Bible speaking about The law said In whom the God of this world Hath blinded the minds of them Which believe not They're blind and in darkness But it said lest Lest the light Of the glorious gospel of Christ Who is the image of God Should shine Unto them. What do we gotta do at this week in Bible school? It ain't about us, friend. Verse 5: For we preach not ourselves, but Christ Jesus the Lord and ourselves, your servants. What did Paul make a reference to himself as? He said, I'm a servant, I'm a servant for Jesus' sake. My friend, my aim this week. It's to be the best servant I can be. It's not to mumble and groan and complain. It's not to get overwhelmed and fall of anxiety. these people what it is to know the light of the world. Because they are dwelling in darkness. We can't imagine what kind of hell is going to walk through them doors this week. You listening to me? Talking about one year we had some kids come in bruised up. I mean, it was bad. We didn't have no choice. We really had to reach out. I mean, it was bad. You know what they found? Right down the road here, this road, They went down there and found that mama's boyfriend would tie them kids up, put them in cages like dogs, and would feed them, maybe, maybe. Days. Lucky one time a day was beating them and molesting them. I will take some. I don't know where they are to this day. They went to jail. I don't know where them youngins are to this day, but I've got pictures that show. I'm telling I've got pictures that show that little girl that's black and blue from head to toe with the brightest little smile you've ever seen because the preacher had his arm around her neck, showing her some love, showing her what it was to be like Jesus. Yeah. I mean, she thought. Nobody wanted her. I'm- Not only do we see the aim of the ministry. Not only, my friend, do we see the approach of the ministry. but Thirdly, I want you to see the attack of the ministry. The attack. How many of y'all know this thing does not come without a cost? If you was here yesterday. Tensions were high and people were ignorant and mad And mouthy, and I say, people, I'm including myself. I had a short fuse yesterday. Hello. What do y'all want? A liar? No, sir. I never have lied. Ain't gonna start today. (laughs) My fuse was just as short as everybody else's. Brother Chris made a comment. He said, "Boy, he said, I, I man, I'm ready to do Bible school, but seems like every year something blows up, blows all to pieces." Right at Bible school time. It's always a fight. I mean, it's, he man, I just, I don't know. I don't know. If we all do Bible school or not. No, now, I ain't calling him out for thinking that way. Right. Right. But then I got the opportunity to tell him, telling, hold on now. Want yeah. know why it's that way? No, yeah. oh, exactly right. It's not because we're bad people. Yeah, right. Right. It's not because we're fake Christians. Not no. It's not because we're hypocrites. That's right. Yeah. I'm going to tell you why. Because the devil on. knows yeah, right that there's gonna be a little model 88 dog fan full of waspers gonna pull out and drag a bunch of babies out of hell that's and leave them in and get them all slights ahead and he's gonna do everything he can. Stop that's what's going on. Yeah. Right. Oh, the war is bigger than many years than ever before because we're kicking him off probably more this week than we do any weekend. Amen. 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 He's always kicked at us. Don't get me wrong. But we're, I talk about neighbor, we're walking into drug infested, I mean demonic molestation. You better know it neighbor. If you went to them uh, apartments with me yesterday. Verse 7. I'm gonna show that to you. Verse 1, he said, therefore, seeing we have this ministry. Look at verse 7. But we have this treasure. <laughs> Woo, glory to God. I'm about to hmm. Kookaburra coast has got a treasure, baby. Yes. Hey Mahan. Yes. Oh, yes, we have this treasure oh. in earthen vessels. <laughs> hey, what's that talking about? Y'all, hey man. I ain't nothing or nobody. Oh, are you kidding me, friend? You're a treasure chest. You're packing the greatest goods around. Amen. He said, but we have this treasure in earth and vessels. That is, my friend, it said that the excell- excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. And he goes on to say, we are troubled on every side. but Yet not distressed. We are perplexed. But not in despair. We're pers- But not forsaken, cast down but not destroyed. Can I cannot say, my friend, if you're going to make much of the ministry, you must understand the attack of the ministry. It's part of it. We're going to have obstacles. We've got enemies. We've got attacks. But thank God Paul does not only list the attack, but thank God he lists the conquering of the attack. In verse number 8, he said, We're troubled on every side, yet we're not distressed. By the way, by the way, there's not another group of people on the planet that can walk through distress uh, and be perplexed uh, and walk through valleys uh, and walk through attacks uh, and walk through hell and still conquer. I say glory! Hey, glory! Uh, It's good to be on the women's side. It may be a part of the ministry, But it's never stopped one yet. For greater is he that's in me and you than he that's in the world. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He said, We're troubled on every side, yet not distressed. You know what that tells this world? There's something different about them people. We are perplexed, but not in despair. We're even persecuted. But glory to God, we're never, we're never, we're never forsaken. Cast down. But we're not destroyed. Oh, yes. May I say, in order to make much of the ministry, you must understand the attack of the ministry. Don't take everything personal. The attack's not against you, it's against what's in you. The treasure. The treasure. The villains are coming after the treasure. And if they can do anything to bring us low and divide us, you know what they've stopped? It ain't us. They care less about us. They've stopped the treasure, the light from shining in darkness. Fourthly, this morning, in order to make much of ministry, you must understand the attitude of ministry. The attitude. Look at verse 10. Paul, again, says it's our ministry in verse 1 verse 10. He said, always bearing about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus. That the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our body. Look at at verse uh, 11. For we which live are always delivered unto death for Jesus' sake. That the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our mortal flesh. So then death worketh in us, but life in you. May I say it's clear here, the Apostle Paul not only describes what kind of attitude one must have in the ministry, but he also demonstrates the kind of attitude that we ought to have. Listen to me, if we're going to have a productive week and minister, y'all's attitude's got to be right. I need a little help right there. we got to have good attitudes, folks. We can't come in here short-fused, all right? We can't come in here frustrated and overwhelmed and and, and showing ourselves. we got to have good attitudes, all right? What's Paul saying that we just read? You know what he's saying? Look, look, Look with me again quickly. Quickly, verse 10. He said, we're always bearing about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus, that the life also of Jesus might be made manifest. He said, we're having to die so he can shine. And then he says in verse 11, for we which live are always delivered unto death. He said, "We're all the time fighting death, spiritually and physically. They tried to kill these fellows. I don't know how many times." He said, "For we which are uh, love, for uh, we which live are always delivered unto death for Jesus' sake." Look here that the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our mortal flesh. Look at verse twelve. This is the key. So then, death worketh in us, but in you. You know what Paul's saying? We endure so others can enjoy. We give so others can gain. We suffer so others can be saved. I'm telling you, just like Jesus Christ done, the Apostle Paul esteems everybody else above himself. That's what ministry's all about. Amen. joy, you know, the old Yep. saying goes, Jesus, James, others, oh, why yourself? You're all nice. like. Know Hello! you yes. that well, Tell me how Jesus is. Yeah. He came up to his arm and his arm received him not. Right. And he still does. It. Right. Yeah. Day. Yes. Are y'all with me? Yeah. I mean no down. This is a charge, man. This give us the best week in Bible school we've ever had. I don't know how many gonna come. It may not be as many as it was last year. It may be triple what it was last year. That's none of our business. That's God's business. Okay. We've done what we can do. Right. Now let's minister yes. to whom yes. God gives us amen. the ability to minister. Yes, sir. yes, amen. Just minister to whom we have to minister. Yes. How are we gonna to have to do it with the right attitude? Yeah. You know what Paul literally saying? I'm always dying so that these around us can live in other words I'm willing to pay the price so others can enjoy the price can I tell you it ain't going to cost them babies nothing this week it ain't going to cost their mom and daddy nothing this week it's going to cost us and it's already costed us in more than just financial ways I ain't ain't even talking about that it's going to cost you something you don't wake up at 6 o'clock, clock in, go work your 8 or 9 or 10-hour shift, come straight from there, ain't eat supper, drag in church, have Bible school for two and a half, three hours, then have to stick around and have help pick up. And boy, your old flesh is going to say, you're too tired. This is too hard. This ain't worth it. I mean, Brother Seth's going to have to drive the tables Are going to have to drive a uh, friend an hour and a half one way, both ways every day. I mean, listen! There's a price to pay, but what's the cost? Why we do it? What we do? Why do we minister the way we are? Uh, to have this attitude: that, I may die this week, but I'm dying that others may live. That's the attitude of ministry. Put everybody before yourself, not so they can notice or see you, so they'll notice and see him. The attitude of those in the ministry, which is all of us, ought to be one that allows others to see Jesus. What's the cause? Look at verse 11 quickly. For we which live are always delivered unto death for Jesus' sake. You realize we're talking about people that uh, knew what it was to be always faced with death. We read that, we're thinking about having like a headache or something. They were faced with death. Death. Real death. But they, they endured it with a smile for Jesus. May I say this week your attitude, listen to me, are y'all with me? Your attitude this week ought to be this. It's not my time. You're not giving up your time. It's not my sacrifice. It's not my effort. It's all about... Everybody see the sign. Every, morning, every evening when you come in here, turn around and give it a look. Then after we sing and, and have a good time in introduction, we head out to go to our stations, whether it's crafts or lessons or games or, or chasing kids to keep them from getting run over in the road or whatever your station is. Before you walk out them double doors, look up. It's not about you. Hey Amen. It's not about you. It's all about him. Despite death working in them and constantly being exposed, Paul makes a statement. It's about the life in the other people and others. It's ought to be our attitude. It's ought to be our attitude. The Bible says this, Matthew five sixteen. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. If your attitude's wrong, they're not going to see him, your good work. They're not going to see him through you. The light shine through you. This whole thing's a bust if they don't see Jesus. Listen, this is more than telling them a lesson. It's showing them, him, through our lives. You know, the best, the best lesson that's ever been learned or taught has not been from a story. It's been from an individual and their life. How they lived. That's the attitude you ought to have of ministry. I'm moving on. I've only been preaching 30 minutes, by the way, record timing. Fifth. Fifth. Not only do we see the attitude, but I want you to see the attire of ministry. Look at verse 11. I'm going to make an application here. I understand the context, but I'm going to make an application. Verse 11 said, For we which live are always delivered unto death for Jesus' sake. Look, that the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our mortal flesh. You know what Paul's telling the church of Corinth? The life of Jesus is not just in our works, but we're to shine the light of Christ. The life should be made manifest in our life, in our mortal flesh. Now, I understand the context is not dealing with clothes, but I'm making an application because it does concern mortal flesh. Can I say this? There ought to be a noticeable difference even on the outside of those of us who have been placed in the ministry. I'm going to need a little help and some amens. There ought to be a noticeable difference by the way we look than the way the world looks on the outside. The life of Christ should show through our mortal Why? Because our flesh should be under subjection and submission to the word and the will of God. And if your flesh is in subjection to the Holy Ghost, even your flesh will have a holy appearance about it on this side of eternity. That's exactly right. So Paul makes this reference that Jesus ought to be manifested even in the mortal man, that is the flesh. Can I say the standard here? Now, are y'all, are y'all still with me? I, had, I felt like the first 20 minutes was good. The last 12 has been a little harder. But I need you to stay with me. The standard here is probably unlike the standard in a lot of other places. But the difference is that we're not trying to conform to the world to reach the world. That's right. Amen. Amen. If you think we're going to slack up, you're in the wrong place, Jack. Right. We're not dropping the standard to reach those who have no standards. Amen. The Bible said in Romans 12, 2, be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God, 1 Corinthians 6:19. Now listen right here. Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which you have of God, and ye are not your own. Can I say your body ought to show the world? What it's like to be the church uh, uh, my friend not just in the church uh, uh, but your body is a church help me somebody uh, we are the church and right now we're in the church but you're looking at the church and the problem in this day and hour why most people have no respect for the church is because all the churches that they see walking around looks like the world we go it here. We're gonna dress modest and godly and glorify God in our mortal man. That's exactly right. In order to make much ministry, your attire has to be right. Yes, sir. You're wondering what to wear, ladies. It'd be real good for these youngins that ain't never seen a Christian to see one walking around this week at the church doing God's business in a skirt. I don't apologize for that. They can, they don't, I mean, I ain't apologizing. So we, uh, we don't have to wear a skirt to be right. No, I didn't say that. I'm not a skirt all the time guy. Some people are. It's our business. I don't believe you have to wear skirts all the time. But I believe when we're here ministering, we ought to have skirts on. Help somebody. And if there's men that's doing any kind of teaching, I'm not going to come in here, fellas, with my... With my I'll buy an old hairy legs short. Y'all with me? I ain't getting shorts. Some of them boys gonna be out there doing games, y'all wanna wear shorts. That's that's fine. I ain't getting on y'all. I ain't trying to be hard to deal with. But you ain't gonna catch me standing here trying to leave the church or do anything in the church oh, with right? wear shorts on. this just my standard, but I believe it's a good standard to have yeah. in the church. It's a respect thing. Yeah. yeah. Ain't nothing good looking about these things, trust me. It ain't for that. I'm not trying to hide nothing that's <laughs> I
1: just feel like I
0: can't do that. I can't do that. Right. Amen. Come on, is everybody okay? Yes, sir. Hey, yes, man, he's been beat enough. He's he's catching on, glory to God. He's catching on, son. Hallelujah. The attire. Notice with me. I've got two more, and I'm done. Next, if in order to make much of ministry, you must understand the accord of ministry. The word accord, Deacon, means this. To be in agreement or to share harmony of minds. Minds and motives. They, one accord. Paul makes reference to this. Look at verse 13. I'm preaching line by line, verse by verse, precept Sir. upon precept. Look at verse 13. We having the what? Well, I know three of you, more than three of you, got a Bible. We having the what? Oh, Yes according as it is written, I believed, and therefore I have spoken. We also believe and therefore speak, knowing that he which raised up the Lord Jesus shall raise up us also. For all things are for your sakes, the abundant grace might be uh, might through the thanksgiving of many redound to the glory of God verse sixteen. For which cause we faint not, but through our outward though our outward man uh, perish, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. Here we find the accord of ministry Notice a few things Verse 13 He says we have in the same spirit of faith Can I tell you If we're going to really If we're going to make much of ministry this week We've got to be in one mind and one accord yeah. we got to agree we got to agree Can't be no disagreements Can't be no disagreements We had enough yesterday for the whole week Y'all with me? Yeah. We had enough yesterday for the whole week Let's just squash that Kill that thing Smoke you a Marlboro tomorrow before you come And just get along with everybody Amen, Amen. I mean, just, just get along, one mind, one accord. Amen. Why? Because there's a bigger picture here. Right. I wouldn't have done it that way. Who cares? If that's what say to do, just do it because it don't matter. Just do it to have unity. Right. Accord, one accord. And I say your flesh will become weak, yes. but ministry is not about the outward man. Right. Look at verse 16. For which cause we faint not. But though our outward man perish, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. But I say this, if you're going to make much of ministry, you will have to learn what it means for your inward man to be renewed day by day. Yeah. You know what you're going to have to have leaders? Everybody working VBS tomorrow? You're going to have to have the inner man renewed. You know what's going to have Tuesday? You're going to have to have your flesh weak and the inner man renewed. You know what we're going to do Wednesday? You're going to have to die of that flesh and have the inner man renewed day by day. You can, Did you know you cannot obtain one mind and one accord in the body when the flesh is raging over the spirit? Hello, is anybody still here? We well, was doing good 30 minutes ago. I said, you cannot have one mind and one accord if your flesh is dominating the spirit. Die to flesh and renew the spirit day by day. Amen. Fresh and renewed. The Bible says in Philippians 2, two. fulfill you my joy that you be like minded have the same love being of one accord and of one mind. Ephesians four thirty two. Everybody listen, I'm about, I'm about done. Right. Be kind to one another. Hello. Be kind one to another. Tender hearted. Can I say tenderness goes a long way with God. Yes. Forgiving one another. Hello. 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 Forgiving one another. I'm going to drive the nail until some of y'all give me a grunt. Forgiving one another. Even as God, for Christ's sake, hath forgiven you. Well, he shouldn't have said that to me. He probably shouldn't have. He's an idiot. So are you. So forgive him and go on. Help me, somebody. They shook their tail yesterday. Okay. When's the last time you showed yours? Probably not too long ago. Forgive them. Shut up. Go on. How are we going to have a good week? We've got to see this thing as ministry. Number one, this is ministry. We've got to look at this thing, how Paul is telling the church of Corinth to look at it. We've got to be in one accord. And then lastly, I'm done. In order to make much of ministry, you must understand the aspect of ministry. The word aspect is defined like this, to look or to view the appearance of. To the, to the eye or to the mind. It's a, it's a view, a perspective. What is the view? What is the aspect of ministry? Look in verse number 17 and 18. And we're done. This right here, to all of it, Mister Geneva blew my mind. Paul's writing again to the church at Corinth about their ministry as a church. He said, for our light affliction. That blows my mind our light affliction which is but for a moment worketh for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory while we look not at the things which are seen but at the things which are not seen for the things which are seen are temporal but the things which are not seen are eternal I want to make a few points right here and I'll be done I'll be done I know we've been here longer than we usually are on Sunday mornings that'll be all right. Can I say Paul's view of ministry is one of the reasons that he made so much of ministry and accomplished so much for God. Verse 17, he makes a statement. He said, for our light affliction, which is but for a moment worketh for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. Can I say, if 99.9% of the modern day Christian, now stay with me, five minutes, had to endure a fraction of, of the affliction that the apostle Paul had to deal with. They'd run out of church, never look back. But right. what did Paul have to say? He said, Oh, these afflictions are just light compared to the weight of glory. They're light afflictions compared to the weight of glory. Well, what did Paul have to go through? Well, in Acts chapter number 21, verse number 30 uh, through 31, he was beaten. Hello. Hello, he was beaten for being an apostle For being a preacher In Acts chapter number 22 verse 22 And 27 verse 42 He was threatened In in Acts chapter 21, 22 uh, Chapter 23 and 28 He was arrested uh, In chapter number 21, 22 24, 25 and 28 He was wrongly and falsely accused uh, In chapter 25 He was interrogated In chapter 26 he was ridiculed in chapter uh, of Acts, chapter twenty-seven. He was ignored in chapter twenty-seven, the book of Acts. He was shipwrecked, and in Acts chapter twenty-eight, he was stinking snake bit. Yeah. You know what he had to say about his affliction? This is lie. I'm gonna ask you this as kindly and graciously as I possibly know how. What in the world are you grabbing about? Yeah. 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 Any of yeah. y'all been sniping For the cause of Christ Shipwrecked Interrogated Accused Beaten Arrested Imprisoned Hello Sued They sued the brakes off that feller Oh yes Paul endured great affliction But in his aspect of ministry His view His perspective You know what he said brother Jim uh, Just for a moment you couldn't see down here. This week is going to drive me nuts. It's just a week. Yeah. Is everybody okay? Yes, sir. How are you going to make much of ministry? You're going to have to look at it with the same aspect the Apostle Paul did. Right. Can I say, my friend, leaving the temporal things behind, looking forward to the eternal things, the world may not care what we're doing this week. That's right. The church, a lot of the church here may not care what we're doing this week. But God cares. Amen. So this week, here's your charge for Vacation Bible School. Make much of the ministry. And remember, in order to make much of ministry, you must understand, number one, the approach of ministry. Second, the aim of ministry. Third, the attack of ministry. Four, the attitude of ministry. Five, the attire of ministry. Six, the accord of ministry. And seven, the aspect of ministry. If we'll do these things, are you are you listening? I can tell them what God may do this week. Amen. This ain't about you. Right. This ain't about us. It's about others. It's about Him. Amen. Let's all stand, Brother Chris. Come. Father, we love you.